what ways do you wish people were different? Have you ever like found yourself getting annoyed by what someone did or didn't do? Have you ever like just wanted to change somebody, right? Here's the truth, it's not your job. It's not your job to change people. To be an authentic leader, you must meet your team where they are, not where you are. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello and I wanna welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us, who really wanna do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they wanna see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Today, I'm gonna to help you identify the different categories that people tend to fall into when they're dealing with a lot of change. And I'm also gonna share three simple strategies that will help you connect with your team in a way that is meaningful to them. Consider for a second just how often you get tangled up with someone on your team, struggling to just like, like change them. See, many leaders complain about the same people for doing the same thing over and over and over again. It's easy to get bent out of shape when someone else doesn't meet our expectations or, or maybe doesn't, just doesn't operate the way that we do. It's common to wish that others were different, just like it's normal to wish that you yourself were different. Here's the truth. It's not your job to change other people. It's not your job to decide what's right for someone else. And it's not your job to judge them based upon what they, what you perceive to be right or wrong for them. To be authentic, to be a really truly authentic leader, you have to meet people where they are. You gotta connect with others in a way that is meaningful to them. See, clients go through a variety of different stages before they purchase. Your interactions, whether you realize it or not, uh, differ with them depending upon if they're a prospect or a, a new customer or maybe even a client for 10 years. The same is true for kids. What a child needs from their parents changes over time. A toddler's needs is different from a teenager. And those needs even change over time yet again when they become a college student or and, and even again when they become an adult. As parents, we just naturally adjust. We don't expect a teenager to act like an adult. And when a teenager does something we don't particularly like, we turn it into a teachable moment. After we ground them, of course, but, <laughs> but seriously. We adjust, we adjust naturally. We don't treat a college student like a teenager. Instead, we meet them where they are. I say this because the same holds true for employees. Each one is different. They develop differently, they have different personalities, they, they possess different strengths, and they require different kinds of support to meet their individual needs. They want and they value different things depending upon the challenges they are experiencing and the level of experience that they have. Their individual growth and development requires a unique level of guidance, encouragement, and support. If you want to connect with your team, you must learn to recognize and appreciate their differences. One of the easiest ways to practice developing this skill is during times of change. See, when, when you're driving change, most people tend to fall into, into one of like four categories. The first is what I call non-believers. 
They say they want change, but they really don't believe it's possible. They're just a non-believer. Others are what I call waiters. They wait for change, right? They, they're, they're willing to change, but they're waiting on someone or something to change first. Another category people fall into is what I call drifters. They want change, they're willing to change, but they lack the discipline to change, they drift, right? And the fourth category is what I call seekers. They want change, they're willing to change, and you know what, they're committed to change, and they even want help to change. As I'm saying this, you may see yourself, or maybe members of your team, like you're scanning them, you might see them in one or more of these categories, and that's fine. Again, everyone is different. Your job is simply to raise your awareness to these differences, appreciate them, and then work on meeting them where they are. Resist the temptation to compare others to you or someone you wish they were. Instead, focus on where they are. Recognize and appreciate their struggle at that level, right? So for example, if they're a non-believer, talk to them like a non-believer. If they're a waiter, talk to them like someone who is waiting on someone else. Like meet them where they are. If they have a tendency to drift, talk to them like someone who maybe lacks discipline. And if they're a seeker, talk to them like someone who is thirsty for help and assistance. To be effective, right? to be an effective mentor, you must meet others where they are. When you meet others where they are, they are more apt to listen to you. Right? They are more willing to, to consume the messages you want to bring to them. Because why? Because you deliver them in a way that matters most to them. Here are a couple, uh, three simple strategies that will enable you to connect with your team in a way that's meaningful for them. First, read your audience. Pay attention to the spoken and unspoken language of the person you're speaking to, and then authentically really attempt and try to understand where they are. And I say that like emotionally and physically. I say this because awareness is a gift. Your awareness of what specifically concerns them holds the golden key, like that's the nugget, right? To the type of advice they need. Next is adjust your approach. You have to have the presence to engage different styles to connect with and inspire people. And, and then course correct in the moment. You gotta remind yourself in the moment that each person is different and that's okay. It's important to recognize that as people grow, their needs change. So must your leadership. And the third one is become relatable. Discover common interests. Use familiar language and share stories that others can relate to. People connect with others when they, when they keep it real, when they keep it relevant, and when, they keep, when and, and they become relatable. It's easy to wish everyone was like you. As a leader, that doesn't matter. What matters is for you to meet your team where they are, not where you are. If you're one of those people who want to elevate your leadership, I invite you to sign up for my free masterclass called Mindset Shift. I put this together specifically to help you gain the courage to overcome your fears and become the leader you desire to be. Check it out. It's free. The sign up link is in the description. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week and I'll talk to you in the next episode.